0: To the Film School for Marketers podcast. My name is Mariah. Got the lovely Zach Baziner here, and we are here super early on a Sunday morning because I did something really stupid—that right. <laughs> is, deleted our video file. But hey, that this is a true life of uh, doing a video podcast and uh, me not thinking through things. <laughs> so poor Zach is up very early on a Sunday morning with me. <laughs> We have a topic that came from a comment that somebody had in uh, the Film School for Marketers group. And it was about... um, you know, She's had her sales team doing one-to-one videos and they are having trouble getting people to watch the videos. So clicking through to the videos and actually consuming the content. And that brought up a really good topic about if you are facing that issue, one, is there something that might be going on? And two, are there things that you can be doing to optimize your click-through rate. Uh, And there are. So we want to chat through some of those things today.
1: Yeah. Shout out Kayla for uh, posing her question
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in the Facebook group. That's what the group is all about. And it gives us great things to discuss at length on the podcast as well. Specifically, she said, we've been incorporating one-to-one video into our multi-touch prospecting campaigns. Our sales team has been using Vidyard, but are not getting any views on their videos when they send it via email. Mm -hmm. So we will talk today, I think a little bit about, you know, the prospecting uh, approach, but generally, I mean, we're just really going to talk about what to do when you're sending any type of video, whether it be one-to-one or a produced video in an email, what to do if it seems like nobody is watching those videos, Mm -hmm. which at some point may happen to many of us. So I think there's really two uh, directions we can go with this, Mariah. So the first one being what to do if a thumbnail is actually making it into the email mm-hmm. and it's not getting. Clicked. And then the second part we can talk about is what to do if a thumbnail is not making it into the email or you're not including a thumbnail and what to do if those links aren't being clicked.
0: And how you can find uh, out if that is the case. <laughs> some yeah. And how you know. can find out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. So let's say Mariah, I'm uh, in Kayla's position here. I've got my sales team. They're 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 recording these videos and they're sending them, but it doesn't seem like anybody is watching them. So, I guess what's the first thing I can do to figure out if uh, if it's a click through issue, if it's a issue with the the video itself, uh, if it's an issue with the email, like what would be my first kind of troubleshooting step that I would take?
0: Well, I say testing out your thumbnail to see if that is part of the issue. Um, and there's a couple different ways you can do it. I think especially if you're kind of new. If your sales team is new to doing this one to one video prospecting um, and you haven't given them much direction, a lot of times they're probably just going to have a thumbnail of themselves, maybe waving or just a still shot. One is to make sure it's not a still shot. So if you are using a tool like Vidyard, make it animated. Um, it's much more engaging. Number two is I would highly recommend, especially if it's a prospecting uh, video, that it not just be a video of yourself. Um, because one, they're probably not going to know you, <laughs> and uh, two, it's kind of like self-serving, right? Like it's all about you. So we recommend a couple of different things. Um, one of them is to have a whiteboard. Uh, you can put your their name on the whiteboard. That's an option, so they know it's like specific for them. It's not a blanketed video that you sent out, and then it makes them curious. You know, why do you have my name on your whiteboard? The second thing with a whiteboard, and I actually recommend this probably over a name, is to pose a question. It gets them curious, like. What do you what do you have to say about this topic? And I say, you know, in terms of a question, like tie it to maybe their pain point or something that your video is about um, to engage and start that conversation and make it a two way conversation, not just you kind of talking at them. And the third is sharing your screen. So whether that's like their LinkedIn page or their website, something that's about them that's going to pique their interest. So I would say trying out those different things within your thumbnail. Uh, is going to be more engaging and get them to be more interested in clicking through, and it's tied to kind of them rather than you, if that makes sense.
1: What advice would you have for people that aren't leveraging a email tool like HubSpot and therefore not able to track some of these things? Like, you know, I know if if I were sending a prospecting email through Gmail, sure, I would never. I will never know the open rate. I'll never know the click through rate. I'll never know a lot of these deeper insights, right? But if I'm sending it through the HubSpot CRM, then I can actually see how people are interacting with the email itself and not just with the video.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, one, (laughs) that's your first problem. (laughs) How can you truly track? Like you need a tool like HubSpot. You don't have to have HubSpot, but you should have something that is tracking those efforts because how could you ever optimize on your outreach efforts? Um, So number one, invest in something like that. Number two, um, in terms of your click-through rate though, I mean, that is something that if you're using a video tool like Vidyard, like you're able to track is somebody actually watching this, Um, you know, so you don't necessarily, I guess in that moment, have to have something like HubSpot. Uh, But that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing to dive into is if no one's even opening your email, that's another thing. You know, if they're opening your email and they're just not clicking through the video, that's where the thumbnail thing comes into place. If they're not opening your email, Um, you know, one of the things I would recommend, and I mean, sorry, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole on this. Number one, just invest in a tool. (laughs) But, um, I've said this before on other episodes we've done, add video to your subject line, add it in brackets, say, you know, 60 second video message for you. Just add video in brackets. I'm telling you that will increase your open rates incredibly. Um, like don't ever send an email that includes a video without adding that to your subject line. Um, but yeah, invest in a tool. I mean, how, how do you track your prospecting efforts otherwise?
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, measure the right things at the right time. Yeah. Because if you, if you just go, Oh, when nobody's clicking on my video, let me put all this work into improving my thumbnails. But it turns out the problem isn't with the thumbnails at all. The problem is nobody even sees the email. Yeah. Then, you know, you're not measuring the right thing at the right time. So The first thing you need to measure is, is is the email getting into the inbox and is it being opened? Yeah. That's step number one, because it doesn't matter how great your thumbnail or the content of your email or how great your video is, if nobody's even clicking and looking at the email. So that's the first thing you got to figure out. And then step two would be when somebody opens this, what is the experience that they're having from a psychological level? What's the experience that they're having when they open this thing up? Like, what are they seeing and what are they going to be thinking in this moment if if it's Uh, too long, what do they think? If it's too short, what do they think? If the thumbnail is a certain way, what are they thinking? Break it down from a psychological level and then use, you know, triggers to try and get them to to click on that video. Ideally, the whole reason you've included a video in general is because you're trying to improve response rates. Right. That would be the biggest thing, right? You're either trying to improve responses or you're trying to get them to take some action, maybe Mm -hmm. in the video, maybe call to action in that video.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: But if that's truly the case then you, know, you, need, you need to optimize everything in that email for them to watch the video. Don't just throw a video into a regular old email without, any, without that serving any purpose. Like if there's no reason for a video to be in there, then you shouldn't really be concerned about if they're watching it or not. But assuming you're adding it in, I'm assuming that it's because that's the thing that's gonna get them to respond. That's the thing that's gonna get them to that next action, whether it be booking a follow-up meeting or, or whatever the case might be.
0: Well, I'll also I'll piggyback off of that. You know, I didn't even touch upon the body of the email, like the actual text that you're using. I mean, that's another really great way to get someone to watch it and to lead into it. Um, One of the tips that I give people is let people know how long the video is. Like, how much time are they going to need to dedicate to this? Because if I am really busy and I see someone sends me a video, I'm going to think if I don't know how long it is, I'm going to be like, well how much time do I have to ded- dedicate to this do I have the time to do this so if you let them know hey here is a 30 second video message it gives them an idea of okay i only have to invest this amount of time and it's more detailed and specific the other thing is like you said don't the point isn't for you to like have your long lengthy email that you typically would have and then add a video the point is to pique their interest and lead into it in a way that's going to want them to consume that content through your video, don't have both. That's just too much. Um, And also like kind of like lead into it, you know, give them a brief overview of what to expect, pique their interest. Um, If you're a salesperson, leverage your marketing team a little bit. They're probably really good at this in terms of email marketing and being able to, you know, pique someone's interest and get them interested in it. Something else I don't want to forget is, Zach, when we were at Impact Live, these two gentlemen who are clients of Impact we're telling us that they started using video for prospecting, even with clients as well. And they are in the financial industry and they had an issue with getting videos to actually get through to people. <laughs> do you remember that? Um, and they were like, what do we do? Like, what are options? I know you had an idea, which I'm blanking on, and then I had an idea and we should actually check in with them and see how it went. But do you remember what advice you gave them in terms of like the videos weren't even getting through?
1: Yeah. Shout out Keith, by the way. He's he's a fan. He's a fan of the podcast. Uh, so yeah, which which this leads really nicely into our our, our second part here, which is what to do if uh, you can't actually get thumbnails into your email. So if you're working in financial, sometimes legal, sometimes pharmaceutical, healthcare, government, there's a, there's a high likelihood that the uh, filters not necessarily spam filters, but just the filters on incoming email correspondence are going to be blocking images. And so that pretty much rules out your ability to improve the thumbnail to have a, a good click through rate. Mm. And then sometimes not even a good like in text link will work. Like literally a, a link that you're trying to send will not go through. They, they cannot click on a link in the email mm-hmm. because of, I mean, you can imagine cybersecurity is very, very important in these industries. And so, uh, in their case, they, were tra- they tried everything. They, they tried improving the thumbnails. They tried, you know, doing different things of, of attaching the, uh, the video itself. And my advice to them was give up on email. Mm. <laughs> like that mm-hmm. this is really not an option. Uh, it, it, it might not be an option for a while. So f- forget email for now. Can you contact these people on LinkedIn? Can mm-hmm. you send them? Because You can drop a... Uh, a one-to-one video link, a Vidyard link, in a LinkedIn message, and shoot it over. In fact, you don't even have to use GoVideo if you don't want. Of course, that's how you can track it. But if you pull up LinkedIn on your phone right now, when you go to send a direct message, you'll see a little video icon. Boom! You can record a video and send it. So, you know, the whole idea being that this is going to help them build trust with their their customers in the particular financial uh, sector that they work in. And so, yeah, my advice was to forget email. Mm -hmm. use LinkedIn. And there's many other options, but that was just one that, you know, we just were like spitballing as I was talking with them. So that was great, right? That solved their problem in that particular case. I do want to go back real quick to this in-text linking. Uh, And and one thing is that with Vidyard, and, and I really don't like this, I hope they improve this at some point in the near future, is by default, when you record a video And drop it in an email. You're going to have that thumbnail. But then below it, it's going to say, check out this video. Yeah. Colon. And this like really stupid long URL. And it looks sketchy, like super sketchy. And so I usually will copy that link. I'll get rid of it. And then I'll just highlight, check out this video. And that's that's where I'll put my link right there. What are some clever things that you could say or do that's going to make a a link look a little bit better?
0: I mean... Well, number one, I want to, I'm so glad you brought up the piece about um, how in Vineyard it says, check out this video and that super long link because I actually see a lot of people just leave it and it's, it drives me up the wall because it looks so unprofessional. It looks so sketchy. Like if there's anything you do, please delete. I know it's an extra step, but like delete it and then, you know, link it to like, check out this video. But honestly, like, you know, we're blessed in the sense of like I always include the thumbnail, but In terms of copy, honestly, like make it straight to the point, like check out this X length video, like let them know, like when I do this action, this is going to happen. Like don't trick people that would piss me off personally, like tell them exactly what is going to happen when I click this link, what can I expect from it? I think that's just any good old CTA, you know, tip that people should live by. It's pretty simple.
1: Yeah. So we've covered a lot so far. First thing is if you're having a deliverability issue, that's that needs to be solved first. So, if you're prospecting, you need to be using something like Hubspot to track everything. So that's the first thing. Check your deliverability. The second thing would be, you know, it's just some ways to improve your click-through rate. Mm-hmm. One, figure out if the thumbnail is actually getting through. If it is, then you have a thumbnail issue. There's a lot of different ways you can improve that. One thing that I don't know if we mentioned is, you know, if you're doing a screen share, don't use that as your thumbnail because it sometimes looks a little bit sketchy. Unless it's like their website or it's right. their don't LinkedIn do your profile. website <laughs> yeah, don't, do, don't do your website or something weird you know some some pitch deck yeah, no. uh, and if you do just make sure it's not in the thumbnail you can actually take a picture you can you can once yeah. you do your, your screen share your recording any type of recording through Go Video you can then take a picture to use as your thumbnail so you could you know be wild and crazy whatever is going to get their attention and you can use that as your thumbnail. Now let's say once again let's say it's not a 1 to 1 video recording and instead it's a you know a pre-produced video of some sort again make sure that, that thumbnail is intriguing in some way make sure you have either either a frame from that video that looks intriguing or you you know take a picture and use that as the thumbnail or record a 1 to 1 video that goes ahead of that pre-produced video if you're noticing that you cannot use email do like you know, Keith is testing out right now. Try other platforms. Try LinkedIn yeah. Messenger. Try link. Uh, I'm sorry, Facebook Messenger. Try tweeting at them. You know, whatever you can do. Of course, it's kind of weird if you're in finance, financial sector, and you're like tweeting people. Yeah, probably
0: LinkedIn is your best. <laughs> yeah, I even LinkedIn. recommend, like, if even if you aren't having those problems, like, try that out. You know, if if you are wanting to increase like your engagement, I think that's a really cool, different way to to utilize some other tools. One thing I do want to pause on for a second is this overall issue, I think, is something that makes salespeople give up on video really easily. You know, um, if you have a team who's kind of already reluctant to do it and then they're not seeing any results from it, I think it's a scapegoat and being like, doesn't work, don't want to do it, you know? Um, But... It's all about, you know, you testing different ways for it to work. Like it will work and it, it does work. It's, you have to find what is going to resonate with your audience most. Um, And you have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit and be creative and try things out and, you know, get ways for them to engage with it. But just don't, if you are like a sales director and you're trying to get your team to do this, you know, make it fun and, and let them know beforehand, you know, we have to try different things out. It might not stick at first. It's going to take different ways of being creative. Um, or if you're on the marketing team, when you're trying to get your sales team to do it. Let them know ahead of time that this is the case um, so that they're prepared walking into it and they're not discouraged right away.
1: We appreciate you all tuning in today. I think this was a really cool episode. Episodes like this are the result of your questions, your problems, and things that you bring to the Film School for Marketers community. And so... Uh, Kayla, shout out to you. Thank you so much for uh, trusting our community with your question.
0: We have something super exciting happening next week. Where are we going to be, Zach?
1: Oh, we're going to be at Inbound 2019.
0: So excited for it. And we're going to be doing something really cool at the booth as well. And it's something that we have done for the past four years, something like that. Um, And that is our website throwdowns, which are website critiques that our team gives, 15 minutes long, free. Uh, We are gonna be looking over your messaging, your SEO, your content, your video, you name it, um, and giving you tangible advice and things that you can do and go back from inbound and implement on your site like actionable things that you can be doing to improve um, your traffic, your conversions. I mean, your website is your sales tool. It should be making you money. Um, and we're going to give you ways that you can improve upon that and start to see results. Um, Zach, you're going to be a part of that as well, um, offering some advice. So I'm going to be including the link in our uh, show notes and you have to sign up ahead of time. You can sign up there, but slots do fill up really, really fast. So if you're interested, I would highly suggest you do that ahead of time.
1: Yeah, get signed up. Talk to our experts. They've designed more websites than I've probably seen in my life. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. So make sure you come by and see us. Whether you're getting a throwdown or not, make sure you stop by and say what's up to Mariah and I. We would love to catch up with you and learn about what you're doing with video. Thank you so much for joining us make sure you like, subscribe, do all those things. And until we see you next week, keep learning.